Yes, we are live. I made that hideous bald head go away. <laughs> per BC Gosnell's request. Ew. <laughs> What's up, guys? I am James Hake. We are actually 10 minutes early for the Hake report. So you guys are getting a little bonus footage, right? Baby steps to the second hour, right? Baby steps. <laughs> Military crawl. Um, this is Sunday, March 15th, 2020. In a couple of days, it will be St. Patrick's Day. And on that day, that will be the third, that will make Mark 15 days of streaming for Jesse Lee Peterson, at which point he will be able to go to uh, appeal to become a global partner on DLive.tv. DLive is a nice platform. It's a great platform, an alternative to YouTube for video streaming. So Jesse and I, I'm Hake, uh, stream on YouTube, DLive.tv, um, and various other platforms. Twi um, I was going to say Twitch, but I, only I am on Twitch. Jesse's on Twitch for church. But Periscope, Mixer, all these places. And it's great. And then, of course, I'm on Facebook as well, and um, that's that. Six platforms. Cool, huh? So, um, today I'm going, to, I'm going to get into this corona madness. All right, guys? And I'm also going to talk about the Ralph Retort. The Ralph Retort was on Drunken Peasants last night, and he was debating or talking to or arguing with Vosh. Vosh? Vosh? And... If you don't know who any of those people are, don't worry, I'll explain it all later. <laughs> but um, it's going to be fun. I wanted to just start early because I'm here, you're here, Joelle's here. I got uh, my call screener here. And I have a, I do have a brand new shirt. Thank you, Hot Computer Smell, for noticing. It's, it says Facts versus Truth. It is only available to me, but I will make it available to you maybe this afternoon, this evening. On the Hake Report Teespring, it says facts versus truth. The Hake Report. And the Hake Report is supposed to be on the side of truth, but sometimes the Hake Report is on the side of facts. <laughs> but um, you should aim for truth as opposed to facts. And I apologize to Donning Armor and all of you guys about this beautiful woman who's unfortunately bald-headed. <laughs> The reason I did this was because it was a striking image and I thought it would be nice. Some people show um, pretty pictures to you. I show you this picture. Yeah, this is, I don't normally wear bright colors. This is the um, vintage red. Oh, jeez. <laughs> this is the vintage red, I think. Uh, what is that called? Tri-blend t-shirt. And what you just witnessed was the top, the bald head of Ayana Presley. And I'll tell you why I'm covering her, because she's pulling shenanigans. There's shenanigans going on with this corona mess. But I don't want to spoil it too much. I don't want to spoil it. Oh, okay. Um, BC Gosnell says, no spoilers, Hake. I haven't watched the debate yet. I heard it was spicy. Okay, yeah, I will... I will try to limit the spoilers. I don't think that any of it will surprise you with the details that I do give. But, hopefully. 
I am going to be opening the treasure chest on DLive.tv slash Jesse Lee Peters. No, slash the Hake Report. I can't open the treasure chest on DLive.tv slash Jesse Lee Peterson because I'm logged into me. But it's going to be cool. And um, there are people panicking. I heard. I have a joke. Actually, I have a joke for you from Joel. Joel, do you want to present this joke before we get started? <laughs> I don't know if it's a joke or if it's real news. But uh, go ahead with it. Okay, so basically... Yeah. Oh, I got to pull it up right here as I'm going. So basically, uh, they breaking news, guys. Breaking news. That Eminem has just become the first... Let me turn this down. Eminem has just become the first celebrity to be diagnosed with coronavirus. In a statement released by doctors, it has been revealed that his palms were sweaty, knees weak, and arms were heavy. He presented with vomit on his sweater already. Initially, testing has revealed it was his mom's spaghetti. <laughs> so if you Facts. Got, if um, if any of you don't didn't get that joke, <laughs> it's because you're not an Eminem fan. It's a it's like one of the one of the most famous songs of Eminem ever. I don't know what the title of the song is, but it's a good song. Right. <laughs> and I, are rap songs called songs? Or are they called... What are they called? Rap songs? Because you don't sing a rap song normally. Some rappers do sing. And he's kind of singing, but it's not a song. Because you sing a song. So what is it? It's I've, been a rap? Calling it, I've been calling it a song. Okay. Rap song. <laughs> I don't even say rap song. That sounds weird too. People it's claim that rap is not music. Hater. I know, that's haters. <laughs> His music it just doesn't have as much... Oh, it's, it's Lose Yourself? Okay. It's, that's from that song called Lose Yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Eminem is beta, says Salazam. Well, that's true. You have to admit, because he put out that hate Trump song. And that was kind of... He took a dive in his status when he did that. Wasn't that interesting? And he noticed that Trump didn't respond to him. Oh, man. Trump did recognize, though, he recognized that guy who um, overdosed recently at age 26. Um, Jewish rapper. Mac Miller. Yeah. He, he was like, oh, I'm hearing that he's the, the next Eminem. <laughs> because Mac Miller did a song called Donald Trump. And it was, uh, I'm on my Donald Trump bleep. <laughs> so, um, and then later Trump said, hey, w I need some royalties for you using my name. <laughs> he stopped liking him. And then uh, Mac Miller was a Trump hater too. And look at what happened to him. What a shame. So it's best to be happy and not on drugs, guys. What's up, Jay from San Diego? Hey, Daniel... Have you heard about Andrew Gillum? Okay, before I get into the real s story, I have a few minutes before I get started, started, right? I heard about this. Hey, Yash Yashua Almond. Daniel Thompson. I did hear a little bit of headlines and tweets about Andrew Gillum. And, um, I don't know if it's true. I, I haven't looked into it at all. But Andrew Gillum was a man who was running for office down south somewhere. I want to say Georgia or something. And 
let me just Google it because I don't want to repeat something that it's that it's not true. So Andrew Gillum, sh- Google Andrew Gillum real quick, just to show the people. I did hear about this. I saw it on t- uh, Telegram as well. New York Post headline. I hate to cover this. It's like gossipy, but it's disgusting. But it's apparently it's real news. Man busted with Andrew Gillum in a hotel room with meth was a gay escort, according to New York Post. Who was Andrew Gillum? Andrew Gillum is an American politician who served as the 126th mayor of Tallahassee, Florida from 2014 to 2018. A member of the Democrat Party, he was its nominee for governor of Florida. In the 2018 election, he previously was Tallahassee City Commissioner and first elected at the age of 23. And he was all slick like the next Barack Obama, except darker. And he is married, married in 2009 to R.J. R.J.A.I. Gillum, born in 1979, just a couple of years older than me, or less. And, uh... He has three children, Caroline, Davis, and Jackson. Did he have a girl first? But, you know, people got their issues. What a shame. Man. No. (laughs) I'm just looking at the picture. Oh, my gosh. No, I don't want to put it. But I have to. (laughs) Okay, guys, real quick before we get really started. I will show you. The heck? Okay. Anyways, I'm going to show this to you guys. Gillum, Gillum, Gillum. Should not do this. But people are into this stuff, especially, it seems like the power-hungry people get into this a lot. Why is it not screenshotting? The power-hungry people get into this, and, uh, I don't know what's going on. But all people have done this. Whites, blacks, Chinese, Hispanics, and it's awful. Ah, uh, Joel, only put, only show this picture very briefly. I dragged in a screenshot. Um, the man busted with Andrew Gillum in a hotel room with, with meth, meth, methamphetamine, was a gay escort, and here's him. Tyson, Travis Dyson, a Facebook page, post. He just looks like he's that. <laughs> As in gay. So anyways, that's, a. Uh, Thank you to, what's your name? (laughs) Thank you to Daniel Thompson for the reminder. (laughs) I will be taking your calls shortly. We are getting started. And yes, Carl Dixon, it is a mess. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I don't really want to talk. Well, if you guys have stuff that you want to say about Andrew Gillum, you definitely can. But people got issues. Okay, let's get started. If, you, if you're just tuning in now, don't worry, I was just shooting the breeze with the chat and with Joel, and we found out that Eminem, 
was the first before Tom Hanks. He got the coronavirus way back in what was that? 2002? Uh, 2002 was that song, huh? That is a lot. That's an old song. I didn't realize that. Still a good song. Okay, guys, let's get started with this Corona Madness. to be talking about the corona madness, empty shelves, people buying up all the toilet paper. Plus, I want to review the um, debate between Vosh and the Ralph retort. It's kind of interesting. Juicy. All right, guys, get ready. Oh, it's the hate report, the hate report, la la la. Welcome to the show, guys. I am James Hake. It's Sunday, March 15th, 2020. Live in the 9 a.m. hour of uh, in, here in Los Angeles. Pacific Daylight Time. We are in Daylight Time. Are you suffering from Daylight Savings Time beginning, Joel? I think, I think so. Only reason why is because um, a little bit more drowsier lately than, yeah. than normal. Same here. Yeah. Yeah, but it w- it's not a for sure yes, like last year. Right, yeah, I agree. Last year, <laughs> it hit us we hard. Knew, we knew we, lo- we lost that. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it was weird because you, like, it took weeks, if not months, if not like never. <laughs> you never get that hour back. You feel robbed. Right. So, um, you know, guys, I will get to your calls. But it is a national day of prayer, according to President Donald Trump. So make sure you pray. Jesse Lee Peterson has a silent prayer. You should do that one. You can also do your, as he calls it, hooping and hollering prayer, (laughs) if you do that too. Right on. Um, (laughs) It's so weird that the toilet paper is disappearing. By the way, guys, there is church with Jesse Lee Peterson today. If you're concerned, or if you're prone to get sick, or if you're weak or old, and you just want to play it safe, I understand. You can stay home, watch Church with Jesse Lee Peterson in the YouTube, or the DLive, or Periscope, or Facebook. Make sure, you're, make sure if, you don't, if you don't have a Facebook account, start one, just to like the Bond Rebuilding the Man Facebook page, and the Jesse Lee Peterson Show, and Jesse Lee Peterson, and the Fallen State, and the Hake Report. Facebook pages. <laughs> and then you can ignore it. it. <clears throat> Other than that. But, um, but don't let them track you. <laughs> That's true. They do track you. So does Google. Google has all of our information. And some of you guys are privacy-minded, and you turn off that um, location monitoring. So you can have this timeline going for, on your Google account, and the Google knows where you've been. Where you've, where you've gone, what time you left, what time you got there, pretty much. You know, sometimes they may mess it up, but that is... To some people think that's creepy. 
And some people think it's very handy. And why does Google have the ability to store all that information for free? Hmm. Or is it free? Um, so, yes, we are having church with Jesse Lee Peterson. If, um, if you want to be like Bub's Love, shout out to Bub's Love and Gretchen, his wife. And hold the mic with a, um, a clean handkerchief. Just to protect yourself from the coronavirus or other people's germs, then you can do that. <laughs> if you want the mic people, just to hold the mic for you, you can do that. Or if you want to grab it and just don't touch your face, <laughs> then you can do that. It's so weird that you're not supposed to touch your face. When you get told you can't touch your face, it makes me want to touch my face. Do you ever... Do you ever <laughs> As soon as you said that, I was like, I was touching my face. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and it's so funny. Like, this stuff goes viral. Like, AOC, Alexandria Cortez. She's uh, talking about don't touch your face, and she's, like, moving her hair and touching her face. <laughs> and uh, I saw this TMZ thing. Well, I saw a TMZ headline. Trump tests negative for coronavirus. Be Dr. Ben Carson coughs and touches his face. <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, I, I get it. You're, not, you're supposed to keep your hands clean and generally avoid touching your face to keep from the germs getting on you. Getting, you know, into your um, orifices because you, you have mouth, nose, eyes, and stuff can get in there and then you have germs inside of you and it infects you. <laughs> Would you want to be tested just to see if you have it or not? <laughs> no, I wouldn't want to be Me tested because that may involve like shots. Uh, uh, but uh, also, I, I don't. But also, I'm not into like. No, I'm. I'm not curious. I'm not that curious. Right? Because say if you do get sick and you don't know if it's Corona or not, I rather just hope that it's not and then get right. better opposed to me believing I have something. Exactly. So I'd rather not go. Yeah. The mind is such a setup. Because people's minds are so powerful, kind of. Right. Like, what you believe, it's such a crazy setup. That's why I, I listened to... I was out driving all day Friday after work and all day Saturday. And I listened to um, the Fallen State episode that just came out on Friday. Check it out. TheFallenState.tv With that Jewish guy who's, well, I call him Jewish, but he seems more amoral <laughs> than, than a practicing Jew. But he's born Israeli. But when I say amoral, I mean that he doesn't believe that sex out of wedlock is wrong. I, don't the uh. Jews believe that? I think you're supposed to have, I don't know, I would think that... <laughs> I don't know, but he doesn't think that sex out of wedlock is wrong. I always see a bunch of Jews with families and yeah. wives. and Right. So I think that the traditional Jews believe in marriage, but the ones that are more modern and just question everything, like since he can't figure out why it's wrong, he just assumes that it's not wrong. It's kind of like the, Arme the Armenians where they some of them like uh, blacks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. And then the rest of them are, like, strongly frown upon right. interracial dating and marriage. <laughs> right. So, um, oh, the reason I brought up this, the fallen state was that man, 
young man. He's 21. Very smart. Fast talking, like Ben Shapiro. But he's, he's smart, but he's not wise. Uh, but anyways, like his point, but he makes this, a great point that your mind is, can totally direct you or redirect you or hold you back or help you out. This, your beliefs and all that stuff. So that coronavirus stuff, it's setting people up. Corona is SARS and MERS engineered in a lab. SARS being the one that infected the um, Chinese people back in 2002, 2003. Killed about 800. And Corona's killing even more, supposedly. And MERS, I forget. I forget where that started. But, you know, let me get to a call or two, and then I'll get into my experience with this panic, this madness, Corona madness. <laughs> and Joel was telling us before the show that, you know, Corona beer, the Mexican beer, supposedly it's Mexican. They wanted to pay whoever started it millions of dollars. They, why did you call this a coronavirus? <laughs> and this coronavirus thing, actually SARS is a coronavirus. MERS is a coronavirus. And this current coronavirus is another coronavirus. And they wanted to, they wanted to find the person who called it coronavirus and pay them what? Millions of dollars, I heard. <laughs> That's kind of messed, it is kind of messed up though. It's like they took over the name Corona and didn't care about, yeah. you know, the beer company. <laughs> <laughs> so guys, if you're just tuning in, I am wearing a facts versus truth shirt. There is a big difference between facts and truth. Um... It's kind of like what Jesse Lee Peterson says about words, how words set you up, and when you learn, when you learn information and have knowledge, versus just living in reality, present reality, and having love. You can hate people with the facts, but you can only love with the truth. Isn't isn't that interesting? So that's why I have this facts versus truth thing, because mainly because I noticed that Jesse Lee Peterson and Donald Trump are about truth. They don't bother themselves with piddly facts that are not relevant to the situation. And, and they can hardly even remember the facts anyways. Or well, Jesse can't. <laughs> Some of the facts. Like, he can't memorize a bunch of facts or Bible verses or whatever. But he has the truth. And so I like that. And so I made a shirt out of it. And I'm going to be selling it. It is not up yet. This afternoon. I'll announce it, right? I'll announce it. <laughs> so let me get to Jason out of Los Angeles, California. Jason, how are you? Hey, good morning. How are you doing? Doing fine. Um, to your point, real quick, uh, Jesse and Trump are two men that um, I look up to as what I want to be, and especially now the way that Trump is dealing with the situation, the way he's been dealing with, with it this past week. Yeah. is amazing. It's amazing to see. That's cool. Right on, man. Yeah, yeah. Just to your quick point, but I called for. Um, I wanted to get opinions uh, on how you feel about the fact that the vi- this whole virus thing, which is a lie, uh, is affecting uh, work. Um, I, my uh, I work in a warehouse and it shut down for two weeks. Wow. And a lot of other a lot of other companies uh, like uh, I know the workers from Disneyland uh, got shut down for two weeks uh, and companies like that. Um, some are getting paid and some aren't. And uh, me personally, I'm not getting paid because it's a smaller company. 
Um, so I yeah. just wanted to see what you, what you thought about that and how, how people should deal with, with things like that. You know, I think that it's stuff can change so quickly, right? And it's, I think it is an overreaction that they are closing so much of this stuff down. I don't think that they need to be doing that. I think they um, can take precautions, but, you know, it's their company. They have the right to do it. And a lot of countries, France, is shutting down stores, restaurants, well, non-essential stores, restaurants, cafes. Imagine that. Like, a lot of people don't keep, you know, a week's worth of food in their fridge and then they're covered, or a, a few weeks' worth of food and stuff. Most people don't. Like, they, I would say, I would venture to say most people don't. And also, like, most people don't save money. They live basically hand-to-mouth, especially in expensive places like Los Angeles. Hand-to-mouth right. meaning, like, you live paycheck to paycheck. And so it's, it's a reminder that it's good to save your money for both emergencies and for investing. And keep, it, keep one away from, for investing. Jesse's strong about right. that. Yeah, this is and then so sort of and like you don't lesson. even touch it in case of emergency. Yeah. And then um, also have some emergency money because people yeah. are people panic a lot. It, it it's sort of like a so you're kind of trying to say that it's sort of like a lesson for me because uh, this is going to put me in a hole financially. Yeah. Um. Uh. So what you're saying is uh it's like a lesson. Yeah, it is like a lesson, because you can't control people not to overreact. And you can't control your company to treat you fairly all the, always, or treat itself fairly, honestly. Um, you can only control what you're doing. And so right. if you're in the hole financially, just go into a little bit of credit card debt or something. <laughs> I don't know if you have credit <laughs> cards. And then like pay it back ASAP. And right. I was looking at, you know, because I'm looking at buying some land eventually. Because I'm part of the Entrepreneur Academy. And he's like, you got to own some land. What's wrong with you? And so <laughs> I was looking at my budget. I'm like, man. And I'm looking at the uh, both work expenses because I'm, I'm paying for different subscriptions to put us out there on more podcast platforms and things like that. And I'm looking at... Beta back expenses <laughs> and uh, food. Food is huge, man. People, you could you could spend three hundred dollars a month on food, or you could spend six hundred dollars a month on food, pretty easily, <laughs> or more. I don't know how. What I don't know if Joel ran a budget, but some people are very smart with their spending, and that's something that you should do i don't know if you eat out yeah but no yeah i just needed like i wanted to get opinions because i was all in my head about it but what i was thinking is i'm not i'm not gonna let this stop me i'm just gonna go out on monday like wake up early like i always do and try to go look for work i can't just oh, stay right up for two weeks yeah yeah I um, stay at home i wonder is <laughs> i wondered what was there's another jason in los angeles who drives uber and so I thought that was you for a second before I heard your voice. Um, oh, no, no. And he drives either Uber or Lyft. And what are those guys doing? Because that's, they're exposing themselves and, they're, and the, the um, customers who get in, passengers, 
to um, each right. other's, you know, they're in each other's space. So what do they do? What What is Uber and Lyft doing? I don't know. But Yeah, I wonder. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I had, hey, basically. Open your windows. Because kind of, kind of, that was all in my head about it. And yeah, yeah. What other people say. Yeah, definitely don't trip. Like, it's a commandment from Jesus himself. Do not worry. Is it is it weird? Um, I know you got to go, but is it weird or that I feel that I can't let this stop me and I just got to go out on Monday and see what I can find? No, I don't think that's weird. I think that's cool. I respect that. I mean, especially because, um, I mean, it's not like you're, it's not like you're quitting your job necessarily. No, they're not. No, yeah. they still have me there. Yeah, they still have us there. They've just said two weeks. Come back in two weeks, and you'll still have your spot. But I tell them, but what am I going to do for two weeks? And he's <laughs> right. like, I don't know, man. That's that's up to you. <laughs> yeah, it's wild, man. <laughs> so, yeah, interesting. Affecting people. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, I appreciate right, it, Jason. Hey. Good luck and keep at it. You have a good one, man. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Craig out of Illinois. Craig, thanks for calling. What's up? Hey, Mr. Hake. How you doing, sir? Doing fine. I just want to know what's your perspective. Um, I just, you know, turned tune in live on YouTube and I'm yeah. watching y'all show. And, uh, man, they're going crazy over here in Illinois, you know. Uh, yeah, store shows are, are bared. <laughs> yeah, I was I mean, shocked over here too. In uh, yeah. I was driving out way out east of Los Angeles is a city called Ontario, not to be confused okay. with the state in or whatever it is up in Canada. And uh-huh. I went to a Target. I just stopped by there, province. I, w- I stopped by the Target and a Staples, and the shelves are empty. I have picture. I took pictures because it was just surprising. I thought that that was only in the UK. For some reason, they were panicking in UK and in uh, Australia. They were fighting over stuff. But no, people have bought up all these things, stocked up, and now they're going to be like, I heard from Esteban that they're selling this stuff online, so people are taking advantage of the situation. And I guess that's capitalism, but (laughs) exploiting people's fear. What I don't understand is is when we had that other uh, failure in the uh, office, not, I mean, that, yeah, that failure, that Obama guy. Right. And uh, with all that swine flu and Ebola, yep. and all that stuff kicked off, no one was on panic mode. But when you got President Trump in office and he acted on it right away. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It didn't take six months for Obama to say, oh, we got to do this, we got to do that. But everybody, you know, on a panic mode. Why is that? It's, it is, um, th- I think, I blame the, the media exploitation of it and the Democrat exploitation of it. It's um, Trump derangement syndrome. The, the media was ignoring it for a while until they found a get Trump angle. That was a, mm-hmm. that was a fact pointed out by uh, Mike Cernovich that they just, they laughed at people that were quarantining themselves and stocking up and stuff. Until they found a way to be like, hey, this is, this is really bad and it's Trump's fault. They loved Obama. And so they covered for him. Meanwhile, more than 12,000 Americans died, reportedly, from that swine flu epidemic. Yeah. And it is interesting that I watched the Democrat debate. 
and Joe Biden was was in the, that Democrat debate, right? And he yeah. was bragging about his handling of the Ebola crisis because Ebola didn't kill that many Americans, right? Maybe one right. person came here who shouldn't have, or two, or whatever. But he didn't. It was interesting that Joe Biden ignored the actual parallel, which was the swine flu, and it was it was interesting. I don't. I, don't I wasn't aware about of Joe stuff Biden. that. What's that? I don't understand about Joe Biden because I see videos. I'm sorry to cut you off. Yeah. But I see videos of of uh, of Joe Biden. Uh, touching on little girls and grabbing their hair and all that stuff and on you know that's inappropriate and people still want this man in the office. I don't get it. You know that's that's like a I I chalk that part up to like a cultural thing. Nowadays the okay. culture sees that as inappropriate and and there's like this suspicion of men as if they are um, if they're affectionate they're child. They look like they're child molesters or or um, overly forward with women when he sm- smells their hair or whatever. I mean, that's yeah. I chalk that up to one that the culture thing, but two, he's one of those politicians who ingratiates himself with you. So he's gonna touch you and make you feel good, or you know, he's gonna touch people and try to make them feel good and get them on his side. That's what that's what these people do because they're they're not actual men. They're, um, they're, so they have to, like, either charm you or intimidate you. That's all he has, is charm and intimidation. So he's trying to charm people. But he doesn't realize that it's coming off in the wrong way because nowadays the culture is very suspicious of men. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So... I, what if a police officer did that in the public eye? Yeah, or yeah. A fireman did that. That would be a problem, but it's okay for him to do that. It's. I'm not saying it is okay for him to do that. It is um, because some of those kids look like they are un- uncomfortable, and yeah. um, you know, some of the women. One of the women said that um, I think it was Ash Carter's wife. I don't know if I'm mm-hmm. remembering the name right. But one of them said, oh, it was actually reassuring. It was nice. But some of the kids, I mean, who knows? It's kind of like a, uh, it's kind of like, I think Jeff Sessions kept his kids, his grandkids, I should say, away from Joe Biden. Because for one, like, Jeff Sessions, I think he knows that Joe Biden is evil. And he doesn't Mm -hmm. want him ingratiating himself with his family. And so... A politician is a little bit different from a from a cop. A cop has to be professional and um, basically never touch anyone. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but it, he is an evil person. There's no d- question about that. He's for abortion. Okay. He he hates his fellow white people. <laughs> he mm-hmm. he exploits black people, pretending that he cares about racism and yeah. all that stuff. So he is an evil person. Basically, nobody who's a Democrat should even be in office. <laughs> Maybe there's a couple who are nice. That's true, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Uh, when you mentioned about Ontario, California, I know what you're talking about because I've been to Cali four times, and I love it there. Yeah. It's just they got the wrong people run, running it. You know, yep. it's just not good for Cali right now. So sorry for the residents out there because it's, tor- it's terrible. But look, I got to get going. I just want to send a shout-out to my friends, Dion and Debbie. Nice. And I appreciate all of y'all. Joel, Jesse, of course you, 
uh, Hake, and uh, what's that, Nick? Nick, right I appreciate on. y'all, man. Appreciate okay. that, Keep Craig. Doing thank what y'all you. doing, man? And oh yeah, one more thing. I'm not mad at y'all about that Bloomberg commercial. That was just a commercial. Right on. People relax. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse and I mean, still on the right. They still on the right. They ain't gonna stare us wrong. Y'all been good, man. Thank you so much. Right on, Craig. Thank you. Take care. All right. Okay. Bye. All right, bye. Bye. Isn't that nice? It's like somebody. The people who think like men are like this Bloomberg ad. I don't even care. <laughs> No offense to the people that think like women, or think like, yeah, women, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, you guys are nice, and and uh, those of you who are still supporting, that's cool. Right on. Even if you did disagree, you have a right. We all have a right. Um. Yeah, that's crazy. It was empty. I couldn't believe. Well, I could believe it because I don't have a high opinion of. <laughs> my fellow Americans, in terms of... It makes me think... uh, Look at these empty shelves one more time. It just makes me think of what Jesse Lee Peterson says about people being hypnotized. The whole store was shelves full, except for, like, part of the grocery produce aisle was empty, too. And this is right next to it. But look, empty shelves. One, two, three, four. And then this uh, section of... Is people got the bright idea. Oh, so Staples and Office Depot, they have, they sell toilet paper too. And so, like, I was going to go to like a convenience store, like a 7 Eleven, just to see because don't some of those convenience stores sell like a little bit, four rolls of toilet paper or two? <laughs> I don't know. But, anyways, um, let me get to Rick from Maine. Rick, it's good to hear from you. What's up? Hey, but hey, buddy, how you doing today? Doing fine. How are you? Not too bad. Headed towards Ohio again there for the second time here. Okay. Uh, in the last week. So. Nice. Uh, James, uh, I don't know if you uh, if you got uh, my YouTube channel and sub to it. Yeah. Notifications. I posted two videos on uh, this Corona nineteen here this morning. Okay. I wanted to. Uh, I wanted to make a, a comment about myself and a member of the transportation industry. Yeah. Every time that something like this happens, we'll get a little bit of leeway from the FMCSA about our hours of service because we've got to restock the warehouses, restock right. the stores, yep, and all this stuff. So I just like to get it out to folks: don't panic. Please. Yeah. This is this is just like another change in the seasons. We get this every single time <laughs> there's an election year. True. Each one in one, the swine flu, the chicken flu, all this other crap. And it, it always crops out right on the election year cycle. Interesting. Don't panic, people. I just touched my face. <laughs> get yourself a little bit of extra money, put some stuff in the cellar. Put uh, uh, paper goods in a in a plastic container, as I mentioned in my videos, yeah. and protect it the same way with your staples. Put that stuff in in uh, sealable containers and store it. You know, there's there's not <laughs> James. The funniest thing that I ever see so far about this whole mess is people fighting in the aisles over a package of toilet paper. I know. Come on, <laughs> really, yep. people. <laughs> it's Good ridiculous. God. 
But, you know, like I say, we're going to be out here in strength. There's going to be a lot of trucks on the road. Give us the space that we need to drive. Don't jump around me and cut in front of me 50 feet in front of my hood at 65 miles an hour. Seriously. You're going to be a speed bump if I've got to hit the brakes. <laughs> yep. So don't do this. Drive safely. Be aware of a 40-ton of a truck that you just passed. We require 600 feet of dry pavement. Wow. More than that in, in, in snow wet. or ice or, or heavy water. Yeah. So... You know, safety first out here. I want to go home to my family. You guys want to go home to yours. Let's make it safe out here. But don't panic. Yeah. This is ridiculous. Don't mess with semis, guys. Don't mess with semis. No. <laughs> You're going to lose. Yep. Appreciate that, Rick. Very good advice. Thanks, man. Take care, brother. All right. Always good talking with you. You as well. There was a guy that that called in and he said all of a sudden everybody's a prepper and that's true that's the exact same thing that i was thinking or a scammer slash entrepreneur buying up the stuff and then selling it at a higher price on the internet <laughs> so selling toilet paper on ebay <laughs> oh man it's true you know what let me before i get to hot computer smell and the rest of the callers let me read some of the super chats I am going to open the treasure chest at 55, all right, guys? 55. Jib-jab, thumbs up. Thank you. David, I think, from Kentucky. Thank you. Keep it up, he says. Alejandro Davila. Morning, Haken crew. Morning on behalf of Haken crew. Jimmy Morgan, good morning, James. Corona madness sounds like a beer drinking. <laughs> yeah. Hot computer smell. Don't try and be cute and miss church. Yes. Good advice. Jib-jab, the great white hope tested negative for the coronavirus. ABC was trying to lead everybody to believe that Trump may have been positive yesterday on the breaking evening news. Interesting. And SOBC says... Hold on. I spend $800 a month on food for a family of three. Wow. We are vegetarians, so we go to Whole Foods. Rather than spend that much on clean food, rather spend that much on clean food than on medical bills. Right on, SOBC. That's cool. SOBC is short for Story of the Black Conservative. He has, he has uh, good videos sometimes. Check him out. SOBC. Ah. Uh, oh, I know that there were a couple of, there were some. Shout out to Asmodor with the Ninja Gini. Thank you, man. Army Ann, Wilfred P., Super Dave, Reed Johnson, Portman, Take Care Business Bear, Monterey Bear, Hip Pockets 71S, and Patrice O'Neill Groiper. And I know that I took some screenshots of the D lives that I caught. And I know that Dark Side of the Bear, what? Emailed me as well. Army Ann gave a diamond, said, In cleanliness, is cleanliness next to godliness? You know, I've heard that before. Cleanliness is next to godliness. And I think it's true. <laughs> and uh, if you saw my room, you would think I'm not next to godly. <laughs> my room is a ghetto. Bad. Wilfred P. says, Forget toilet paper. Buy non-electric bidet off of Amazon, I guess. A bidet. A bidet is that thing that that cleans you off with water. 
uh, comes out of the toilet, actually. It's interesting. I don't know. I've never experienced it. Asmador says, good morning, James. Here's some hand sanitizer and toilet paper money. Thank you, man. Appreciate that. <laughs> That's cool. If I missed any diamonds, let me see. Dark side of the bear foot is very faithful with sending screenshotting and sending diamonds. Cool. Thank you. I caught them all, I think. So let me get to hot computer smell. Out of Hampton, Virginia. What's up, hot computer smell? How's it going, Hey. Going fine. So, so I know this isn't really front-page news, given all the corona news or whatever. Yeah. But there was a guest that Jesse had, I'm not sure how long ago, but her name was um, Brandy Lee. You remember uh, it, her? Yeah, like, it's actually Doc, uh, no R. Bandy Lee, I think. Dr. Bandy Lee, the, the Asian woman. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. The article I read had the R in it. Oh, okay. I but, could be um, wrong. But yeah, she obviously, you know, just as a quick rundown, she encouraged Nancy Pelosi to submit Donald Trump to an involuntary mental evaluation because she felt like he was a danger to public safety and health and everything. Right. Because she thought he was mentally ill. And she's in well, that case. Yeah, she actually both she and Nancy Pelosi, Bandy Lee and Nancy Pelosi are both nutcases. Yeah. So she's uh, she's in the headlines again. Yeah, and you're right. (laughs) She's uh, made headlines just recently because um, she was in an interview with a uh, a publicly funded news organization. I think it's a nonprofit actually, but yeah. Yeah, but anyway, she was in the news because people asked her if she thought Joe Biden should be submitted to a mental evaluation, obviously, because of all the news, all of his outbursts, all of his weird things and blunders on on stage. She felt like he actually wasn't eligible, or she didn't think that he needed to have a mental evaluation like she thought Trump did. (laughs) Um, Of course. And the article was like, her, her exact quote was like, I do not diagnose without examination and do not speak about public figures in general unless there's evidence of such profound danger to public health and well-being because of serious signs of mental instability of a public servant. That would be a public disservice to not share the knowledge and training that I have. Biden has not risen to that threshold. That's exactly what she says. That is is ridiculous. I don't understand, like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it just, I, get, I don't know how she got her medical license, PhD, or whatever she has to qualify her to make whatever judgment she has. Right. But she had, like, no problem talking about how unqualified she thought Trump that was Trump for office. Yeah. So I, I, that just confuses, that confuses me because he's, like, the most eligible, like, not eligible, but I think that he's most likely to be the nominee. So wouldn't you think the voters want to know that information just like you thought? Exactly. People needed that information about Trump. Yep. But it just shows you that she's she's either so blinded by her by her intellectualism cuz intellectuals will just rationalize all their irrational evil. And she is well, when you evil. throw emotion in there it's a bad mix as well. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, she's scaremongering, and she's the one who's a nut. It's funny, like, Trump is the most real and sane of the presidents we've had, and secure, by the way. Think about, like, George W. Bush. I read that George W. Bush stopped even reading the news because he couldn't handle 
all the attacks on George W. Bush. He couldn't handle it, the attacks on him. Be, but Trump gets, even, gets it even worse than W. Bush does. And Trump just hits back. W. Bush pretends like, oh, it's not the, po politi it's not the presidential thing to do. So he didn't fight back. And then uh, look at Barack Obama. He would, he would co constantly complain about, well, he would get in his jabs about Rush Limbaugh and Fox News and Sean Hannity. And he wouldn't it's even like, talk to these people. He, didn't he show up on Comedy Central with, like, Key and Peel, and, like, he was like, oh, this is going to be my translator? And then, like, he started saying everything that apparently was on... Um, oh, yeah. ...on Obama, Obama's mind, because, you know, he's a president, so he has to maintain being professional and everything. Right. Yeah, I think that was at one of the, like, the national... Um, no, it was, like, a, the um, one where all the media figures have their dinner thing. Uh, correspondence oh. dinner, and there's always a. I think that's what that that was. A house, a White House correspondence dinner. But anyways, okay. but yeah, that was, and he was. That's probably true. Because Obama was, yeah, was pre only pretended to be classy. It was a thinly veiled, evil anger inside of him, and you could see oh, it. Of course, yeah. He was on like candid camera with a couple of things that he did, but didn't make public news because right. he's not. Trump or anything, so. Yep. But uh, I just thought I'd share that information. That's you know, interesting. Or... Bandy Lee. Oh. <laughs> what a joke. Well. I appreciate it, Hot Computer Smell. Nice to hear from you. I'm telling you, take care. Take care. Oh, man. Do you have good habits? <laughs> you know how you're supposed to wash your hands? I'm going to get to you, Hector. Hang on. But you know how you're supposed to wash your hands and sneeze into your... The in they changed it. When I was a kid, you sneeze into your hand. Even through high school and early college, you sneeze into your hand. Like, you cover your mouth with your hand to sneeze. And your nose, right? <laughs> and then if there's any debris, you just wipe it off on your pant leg. <laughs> and then I guess you wash your hand if you think of it when you get a chance to wash your hand. But normally, like, you're in class, like in school, right? And you sneeze, you have to... <laughs> It does seem gross now that you think about it, but I remember like girls, like even like pretty girls would sneeze and then just wipe it on their jeans. It was so natural just to do that. Right. And then you just thought it was, it was like the moral thing to do. Exactly. I had friends, I have a Chinese friend who like, he used to always, every time, I don't even know how he was this aware. Any, if, if it's a big room, like a big restaurant, somebody sneezes in it, he goes, oh my gosh. And then he just covers up his nose like this. <laughs> and this was before SARS, I think. So I don't know why, where he got it. Maybe it was after uh, SARS. But who, if you sneezed, it would, if you sneezed, you would have to defend yourself to him because he'd be like, "That's crazy." <laughs> I, I covered my mouth. <laughs> but you don't wow, sneeze in, in the same room, in the same car, or anything with him. He was head of the curve. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he would open the window if you sneeze. <laughs> Uh, that's what Joel suggested. If you're taking the Uber or taking the Lyft, you open your window. Even in the rain. <laughs> but now you have to sneeze into this, and then, like, you have stuff on. Wet marks. How are you supposed to wash it? <laughs> you wash your elbow, you get your sleeve wet. There's no hugs at that point. <laughs> Some countries are closing down completely. France declared all restaurants, cafes, and non-essential stores closed Sunday. How are you supposed to eat? Unless you were ready with stuff in the fridge. 
Um, Justin Trudeau's wife, Sophie, got it. We, we announced that. Tom Hanks and his actress wife, Rita, of 30-plus years, who has a different last name from him. Um, they were got it, and supposedly, and were in the hospital in Australia. Bolsonaro tested positive in a preliminary test. The guy in charge of, um, of uh, Brazil... The Brazilian leader, he supposedly tested positive in a preliminary test, or did he? Because his son Eduardo said, oh, it's pending other tests, and then he tested negative. And then Eduardo, the son, said, oh, he never tested positive. (laughs) So that's confusing. Other people have died in Iran, or contracted it, in Iran and in China, doctors. It was funny in the Rose Garden when President Trump uh, announced on Friday in the Rose Garden, that Google will make a website that will work well and it will be done quickly, unlike other websites of the past. (laughs) And that immediately got me thinking about the Obamacare website. I have to believe that that's what he was talking about, how Obamacare's website was a disaster. It was glitchy. It was way over budget. And it was way, like, took forever to... uh, It was... It took forever to make it. Oh, the reason I showed you guys this headline, and then I'll get to Hector and the rest of you guys. The reason I got to, showed you guys this bald-headed black woman, Ayanna Presley, according to Breitbart, Democrat representative Ayanna Presley, she's one of the squad that needs to go back. <laughs> I think she was born in Maryland. But anyways... She calls for a prison sentence commutations and clemency for some in the wake of the coronavirus epidemic. That is exploitation if I've ever heard of that. So if you're not familiar, prison sentence commutations and clemency, that means letting people out of, out of jail, out of prison, criminals. And I didn't know this guy was, <laughs> I didn't know this guy still had his show. Um, Al Sharpton, the sleaze. He, of course, had her on. He has, he's still on MSNBC on Saturday mornings, I guess. And he's a sleazy guy, Al Sharpton, the re- so-called Reverend Al Sharpton. And um, this woman wants to let the criminals... See, it's nev- never let a crisis go to waste, right? That's what the liberals do. The um, communists, they want... They'll never pass up a a moment to subvert rule of law. This woman wants to let the criminals out of prison. And I told you earlier this week about the ACLU, the American Civil Liberties Union, evil organization, anti-American, un-American, as Jesse Lee Peterson said once to one guy's face, warning ICE that they should let the illegal aliens go or not house so many of them. So that they don't catch coronavirus. Mama in detention. That's exploitation. That's like using this thing, using this, uh, oh, there's a concern. There's this big scare about coronavirus. Let's, let, let's institute more liberal policies, letting criminals out. So the, what, they can get us sick and commit more crimes? And get to stay here and have kids and then they vote Democrat? Sleazy people. Disgusting. And she, the reason that she's bald is she has alopecia. How do you say it, jo, uh, Nick? Alopecia? Alopecia. Al- alopecia. <laughs> Nick's not telling me. Um, 
so she shaved her head. The person who was Joel before Joel was Joel. The, I mean, the, um, the board operator, Andre, he was cured of alopecia. <laughs> I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing it. But um, he had an alopecia is where, like, you get these random splatches of where your hair is, gets bald, bald spots. And it's in, like, weird places. And he, Andre was cured of it because he went to Dr. Singh, who is a guy who has come on the Jesse Lee Peterson show. Dr. Singh. Dr. Darum Singh Deutsch. And Dr. Singh gave him advice on what to eat, what not to eat. Maybe a little bit of herbs or something. Not pot. <laughs> and his, um, his hair grew back where those splot, bald, weird bald spots were. But no, this woman wants to go all feminist and bald-headed and not even wear a wig. Because, you know, that's, that's the feminist thing is just be all the way ugly, shocking. So, I showed that picture because it's shocking. It's gross. By the way, do you trust Fauci? Yeah, gross. By the way, do you trust this guy Fauci? F-A-U-C-I? I don't know if I trust him. I like that he's working with Trump and, and that. I have a picture of him. I think in the Drudge thing, Fauci, F-A-U-C-I. I don't know how you pronounce his name, really. But he urges a national shutdown as coronavirus spreads. America has not reached its peak. I could believe that. I don't know if a national shutdown is warranted. Maybe so. But people, like, are freaking out. And we are not low. This guy, but I just don't trust him. He's short. And he has this sleazy look on his face that I just don't trust. Maybe he's okay. But I just, I don't know. And the reason I kind of bring this up, I tend to want to like him because he's working with Trump. But a lot of people work with Trump and then they backstab him. And this guy has given no indication of that, but I just, I don't know. He just looks like a, I don't know. And then, by the way, Italians are singing, according to Drudge. Um, they're opening their windows and singing out into the streets. Singing from the windows to boost morale, it Italians. Isn't that nice? She looks Italian, too. Let me get to Hector out of North Dakota. Thank you for holding, Hector. <laughs> What's up, Hank? <laughs> Not much. <laughs> Nothing, man. I just, uh, I just had a comment um, with all this craziness going on. Uh, the wife, we're, we're pretty much forced to be preppers living out here so far away. Yeah. And back in 2011, there was a big storm that shut down the entire, the entire town for a week. Literally, for a week, there was no movement. And um, so we... You know, we have to be ready. Yeah. So we're going to Walmart and, and you know, we, we got about a year's supply. We, we, we stay pretty pretty ready. Yeah. And nothing's on the shelves. Everybody's freaking out. And I made the comment to my wife. I was like, wow, all of a sudden, everybody just became a prepper in one day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? So we're laughing because it's like, oh, okay, now everybody wants to get ready. I mean, you know, should have been ready a while ago, I guess. But we were just laughing really about you know how everybody's a prepper now <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> and then my wife's like yeah they thought we were crazy they're like well no i guess now we think they're crazy Look, right there's nothing on the shelves <laughs> and they don't even prep right <laughs> no what no no all the prinkies are gone <laughs> yeah <laughs> and they should get they should get baby wipes not yeah <laughs> actually i wonder if the baby wipes are sold out 
uh, everything sold out. Everything. Just how you showed those pictures up yeah. there. Um, our, our Walmart, which happens to be our mall, too. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that's like the only thing out here is Walmart. Right. And, 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 and so uh, everything's off the shelves. Even even uh, even produce is gone. So, like, there's nothing. Yeah. So, pretty much. So, I mean, they took everything. Got but, slammed. Uh, a lot of people Unexpectedly. Like, were thinking, right? You Say know? that again? No, I, a lot of people were thinking, right? Like, uh, well, we went in and you know, we get flour, we get things that, you know, it's cheaper to make things, you know, and, and a lot of people right. just go for that, for food that's already made. And True. of course you get your cans, but my wife cans herself, you know, she, we, wow. she cans meat and chicken all the time. I mean, like, we're ready for the apocalypse, but it's just, <laughs> you know, we did it, bec- we do it because, you know, like, again, we're so far away that you know, logistics can fail and you won't get anything for months. You know? Right. Wow. So... <laughs> so you, so we're we're just pretty much laughing to ourselves how everybody is a prepper in just one day. Yeah, everything is going. <laughs> you know, people it's ridiculous. freaking out, fighting over toilet paper. It was ridiculous, ridiculous. Yep. Very, very yeah. true, man. <laughs> yeah, that was just my comment, man. You guys are awesome. I, I appreciate that, Hector. Here. It's good to hear from you. <laughs> good to know <laughs> that about you. You're a prepper. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, you know. You have to be, though. That's by you have to, by force. Yeah, force. Force, too. <laughs> Thank you, guys, man. Thank All you right. guys for doing such a great job, you and your crew. Thanks. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Robert out of Kansas. Robert, how are you? Hey, good morning. Is this the Bloomberg outreach to Negro <laughs> Democrats? It is. <laughs> how it do is. you know? <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Uh, I just, uh... Thank you for staying faithful to us despite the disagreement. Oh, I don't... Well, hey, I don't know. We'll see what happens, you know, moving forward. I'll right have on. To, <laughs> we'll have to see what sort of executive decisions uh, Jesse makes. Um, so <laughs> you, you don't know? You, you don't know by now? You don't know by now that Jesse Lee Peterson is real? I love Jesse, Hank. You know that. All I right. just, uh... Yeah, so I, I, well, you know, it just depends. Like, if he starts taking Biden ads, you know, I'll have to, uh, maybe I'll have to call in and talk to him about it, you know. We'll, that we'll would be, going on. that would be fair. <laughs> okay, okay, well, I appreciate that, Hank, and yeah. I appreciate you taking my call for sure. Yeah. Um, and you might end up calling me a snake, but, you know, we'll, we'll just have to get through that, too, you know. We'll right. see, hopefully someday we can meet in person, and I'll see if you, uh, We'll see if you call me a snake then. But, uh, <laughs> I would uh, never say but, that to someone of your size. <laughs> That's well, from Dumb I'm just Dumber. saying, where I, where I come from, if you just start calling people snakes for no good reason, it's it's not going to end up good for you. So Right. Um, yeah, I, have, I only yeah. say it with a good reason. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, bro. Um, but, yeah, I called in to talk about you buying land and and. and Specifically, debt, right? That's why I told your your screener. Yeah. But uh, really, really, if you have any other questions for me, Hank, I'd love to talk to you about anything. I saw you. I saw you trying to do a a geopolitical analysis of the Middle East, and I I kind of felt for you because I mean I don't mean to say I know everything, but you you didn't you didn't seem like you were familiar with the topic, Hank. So what, you know, if you want to talk about that, what are you referring you to, to with the Middle East? Well, when was when was this? Middle, Oh, man, you, you've been going over it, you know, uh, talking about uh, whether it's Iran or whether it's Israel. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my only point is I don't know what's going on over there. 
Okay, yeah, you, yeah. and you said that too, but you were trying to, I think you took some Drudge Report uh, lines and you True. were trying to break down what's going on. And I don't know if you've studied the topic or not, is all I would say. So okay. It's real complicated, but yeah, man, that's a... That's Babylon over there. So you're dealing with ten thousand years of recorded history. Wow. Um, that's just what that's just what's recorded like very easily to prove. So you're dealing with factions of people and groups and tribes that go back so far, man. Yeah. That uh, that it's old old vengeances is what it is. It's like you guys you raped and killed our tribe five hundred years ago. <laughs> and so now it's our turn. What a mess. And like, dude, that's going on all over that place. And it's just crazy, boy. It's a crazy place, man. What did you want to say about me buying debt? <laughs> or well, buying of land? All, if you're if your if your room is dirty right now, the last thing on your mind should be buying property. You you need to go clean, clean your, room. your room first. All right. And then That's good advice. Then, I appreciate that. And then, but yeah, buying land, man. Um, I don't know if you ha- if you know people, right? In your in your life, I think of your parents. But sometimes we don't have the smartest parents either. So, right. Um, uh, you, you need if you can get some people who have done what you want to do already. Right. It's a really good place to start. But uh, I, I tell you, man, taking on debt from a biblical point of view, Hake, I, you need to. I, I hope that you would read the Bible, see what Jesus said about things. And you're going to come to the conclusion that you you can't take on any debt. And I assume that that's how you would acquire uh, a title to a property, is that you would assume some sort of loan and then be obligated to that. When if you're actually a Christian, you know what usury is, and you know that um, uh, we're in a situation of debt-based currency and taxes already. But for you to get personal debt on your own, a mortgage, Right, so the etymology of these words is always important when you're dealing with any sort of contract, uh, and you want to know what all these things are before you do any of it, and you want to realize from a biblical point of view what did Jesus say about money? What did he say about debt? So, what do you want? Do you want to? Do you own land? I own a home, like a normal house that you would uh, own in a suburban area. You bought it. Yes, I bought it in a in a traditional fashion where I took on um, uh, a mortgage and things like that. So it's before you knew better. It's be, it, yes, sir. It was it was it was years and years ago, uh, more than ten years ago. Let's yeah. say so. It's been a long time, but it, all right. It, it, so so yeah. It, it's I appreciate the I, had, I appreciate the tip, man. Yeah, hey, you're gonna want to avoid debt, man, and uh, you know you have a. You have a, a group of people there. They have to deal with a nonprofit uh, structure, right? They understand uh, probably a lot of taxation rules and stuff like that. And they're all. I'm going cross-eyed. I'm going cross-eyed, Robert. I'm over. Okay. I'm going. I'm overwhelmed right now with with information. Well, don't be overwhelmed. Please. I appreciate it, Robert. Though. Are you I will consider up? all this stuff that you've said. <clears throat> Take care, man. Are you hanging up? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Take care, man. All right, later. Bye. So, I got to open the treasure chest. I'm late. Sorry, guys. Let's click it and open it. Am I... Did I miss any? Oh, my gosh. Noah's Arkansas with three diamonds. Asmodor, one diamond. People who quote Jordan Peterson give bad advice. 
I don't know if he was aware that he was quoting Jordan Peterson. <laughs> I almost called him, thank you, Jordan Peterson, when he said you need to clean your room before you buy a house. But I don't know, it might be okay to clean my room. I should clean it, right? <laughs> but anyways, get ready for that chest. So, um, real quick, I, are you embarrassed to protect yourself? Because some people are embarrassed to, like, protect themselves, right? They let people, they're people pleasers. They let people, dirty people shake their hands. <laughs> I saw this funny meme by Cernovich. Are you scared? Are you concerned about this coronavirus thing? I'm not scared. Somebody told me that, no, somebody in the chat, and I don't know if he was joking or not, said that I was spreading fear by reading the so-called news about the coronavirus. And I'm just trying to read the news. I'm not thinking that it's, I'm not thinking I'm spreading fear. I understand that the media does push that. But anyways, that's not my intention. Maybe that guy was joking. And reporters are mostly pathetic liberal, liberals. <laughs> but just, I just want to show this funny meme that, um, from, uh, I got this from Cernovich.com, Cernovich.com, who's, he's being very cautious about it. And he, this is, this meme is a picture, shows you, um, the virgin, I'm going to try to describe it, right? It's showing two different people. One is the virgin too afraid to wear a mask in public. That's one person. And then there's the Chad. Chad means good-looking slash winner slash not a virgin, I guess. I don't know if that's a good thing. But Chad has met before it's socially acceptable. So it's the meaning like it's making fun of the guy who's too afraid to wear a mask in public. And then it's elevating this guy who's <laughs> two extremes. Exactly. And it has details and quotes about each one. One is like, I don't want to seem weird. He knows about the virus, but social pressure keeps him from taking precautions. Afraid to stand out. More concerned with embarrassment than his own survival. <laughs> Dies with an unused stockpile of respirators he was too squeamish to use. Spends tons of money on masks only to not wear them until cases confirmed in his area. <laughs> We'll catch the virus anyway from asymptomatic carriers. Doesn't want to appear racist or rude. Sits next to persons having a coughing fit. <laughs> Bland clothes to blend in. Oh, that's funny. And then the Chad hazmat suit puts his own survival ahead of all else. Social pressure has no effect. Knows that once there are cases in his area, it will already be too late because of incubation period. So base that he knows people will realize he was right later on. Seems weird, seem, seen as weird now, but will be the only one with healthy lungs post-pandemic. Virus fears him. Bright yellow suit commands attention. Understands the virus transmits asymptomatically before the numbers explode in his area. Takes appropriate precautions. Doesn't give a bloop about what others think. Will be the only one who's protected as the virus is spreading. Boss asks him what he's doing. Starts quoting statistics like a boss. <laughs> Where's your suit, bro? So, anyway, I thought that was funny. And, again, we are having church with Jesse Lee Peterson today. Oh, my gosh. I gave you guys a false promise about Ralph versus Vosh, the Ralph retort. I'm. You can read all about it on my blog posts. I write about it. 
And I'm not going to give any spoilers, but Vosh, I don't think this would be a spoiler, <laughs> called the Ralph Retort, the Kill Stream, a Nazi show. And the Ralph Retort is a guy who's interviewed Jesse. Vosh is a guy who was interviewed by Jesse. And this, they appeared on some other show that also had Jesse on. And so all the links in the description is going to be in my blog post, thehakereport.com slash blog. It actually is already up. Link in the description if you're watching the YouTube video, all right? I have some other gossip and mess. Heads up, tonight there's a Biden-Sanders debate. Wow. What about Tulsi? And um, thank you guys for joining me. Let's see. Jib Jab says, Joel has been more reserved as of lately. Hmm. We need more updates on Dancing on Nails with Jesus. Bobby says, say no to Biden. Who shushes a woman anyway? <laughs> CJ Connor, God bless you guys. What do you think about the great job the president is doing on this pandemic? He's revolutionized public health in two weeks. Malkuth X, how many whites do we need if the swedge run it? I don't know what that means. Um, Jib Jab. Spoiler alert! <laughs> Malkuth X, Hake, your hair looks dumb today. What the? Yeah, I, I washed it. That's what's wrong. Uh, Giovanni A, always good to prep. Good morning, good afternoon, fams. I'm trying to fix my hair meanwhile. And I was touching my face. And congrats to Reed Johnson, Army, and Noah's Arkansas shaggy boy, Asmador. And Asmador gave him a couple more diamonds. Here's your Obama lemons back. Thanks, Asmador. That's awesome. Oh, man. So supportive. And uh, real quick, I think there was one more item. Thank you. Um, if I missed it, if I missed you, sorry. Um, somebody said you look like you have. The host looks like he's got the virus to me. <laughs> Anyways, guys, Church with Jesse Lee Peterson, rebuildingtheman.com slash church. Bond Rebuilding the Man YouTube channel. All right? Or Bond Rebuilding the Man Facebook page at 11 a.m. Pacific Daylight Time. Take care.